0: Hey, hey, thanks for tuning in to the Just Janice podcast. I am your host, Janice, and we know that the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy. So in this joy-filled podcast, you're going to hear real-life stories from other believers. We're going to talk about the kingdom. We're going to magnify Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. So thanks for tuning in, and here we go. The Just Janice Podcast is part of the NRT Podcast Network. To find other great podcasts in the network, visit newreleasetoday.com. Be sure to connect with me on Facebook and Instagram at Just Janice Podcast. Hey, hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Just Janice. I am so excited to share with you what is on my heart. I hope that you guys are having an amazing day or night, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this episode. God is so good and so faithful, and I'm just so thankful that we serve a God who wants to walk through every moment of every day with us, so he's not just a Sunday morning During church service kind of God. He is a God who is intimately acquainted with all of our ways, who delights in every detail of our lives. And I love that we have a God who wants to walk with us through every season that we are in and every moment of every day. And I've just been thinking so much about that lately, how he takes great delight in us, how he is, like I already said, intimately acquainted with all of our ways, how he knows our thoughts before we even think them. And he is such, such a good God who knows every hair on our head and his thoughts toward us outnumber the sand of the sea. And I just, I love the word of God because it reminds us of how much he loves us, how much he's thinking of us, how he is, the Bible says that Jesus is interceding for us in heaven right now. And and I'm just so thankful that we have a God who who answers when we call out to him, who gives us the wisdom we need, that the Bible says that he gives us everything we need pertaining to life and godliness, that every good and perfect gift comes from him. And he's, he's just so good. And I've been thinking this evening as I've just been kind of winding down and getting ready for bed here shortly about the words, listen up. Like those two words have just been resounding in my heart tonight. Listen up, listen up, listen up. And I've been thinking about like how important it is as believers that we hear his voice. And we know, like I say all the time, that first and foremost, we hear his voice through his word. And so we have to know his word so that we can know that what we're hearing is lining up with his word because there are deceiving spirits out there. There are Our—that's a whole other podcast—but it's so important that we that we are rooted and grounded in the Word of God, so that we know His voice and we can hear His voice. and, And the Word says that His sheep know His voice, and another voice they will not follow. And we have the awesome privilege to know the God of all creation and to walk in intimacy with Him. And I was just thinking about yesterday. I was actually out of town, and I was at a hotel, and I was just like exhausted from the week and just did not want to get out of bed. And, and, and I was just laying there and I'm like, for one, the bed was way too comfortable, but two, I was just tired. And so I'm just laying there and I'm like, I really, I could sleep for like another half an hour and like kind of calculating in my mind, how much time do I need before I have to check out of the hotel? And, um, the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, I want to spend time with you. And that woke me right up. Like, the God of all creation is taking time to speak to my heart that he wants to spend time with me? Absolutely. So I actually called down to the front desk, a little life hack for you, and asked for a later checkout. And they were like, absolutely, that's fine. And so I was like, praise God. So I took a shower and then got ready so that I could devote the rest of the time that I had in the hotel to just spending time with him because I didn't want to have to hurry and hurry through prayer time and and you know be thinking that I still need to shower and get ready. So I did that first, got it out of the way, and then just put some worship music on and just got wrecked right in my hotel room and just laying out on the floor, which I know some of you are like, that is so disgusting, but whatever. I did it and had my worship music going and just spent time in his presence. And it's so important that we are making that time to intentionally spend with him. And I know I can speak for myself and probably most people that we don't do that enough. And we know the Bible says to pray without ceasing. And that's so important that we're continually communicating with God throughout our day, that we're involving him in every aspect of our day. And that, you know, we're maybe walking through our house or getting in the car, wherever, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, that you're praising him and thanking him throughout your day, that you're having conversation with him. But to set aside time where you are just like unplugged from everything and everyone else, and you are solely just focusing on spending time in his presence, like there's nothing like it. And I love in the book of Acts where it says that times of refreshing come in his presence. And so if you're feeling weary and just downtrodden or heavy hearted, or you just feel like your mind is racing, I encourage you to take some time even today to just sit with him, spend time in his presence, put worship music on. We know that the Bible says that he inhabits the praises of his people. And so I think about that, God, when I'm worshiping you, you're inhabiting those praises. And we know that the Bible says that in his presence is freedom and in his presence is fullness of joy. And so those are the moments that I know that I don't, Don't get enough of. Like, honestly, if we could just worship him and spend time in his presence 24 7, that would be amazing. But we just can't do that. We have other things we have to do. So we take him with us throughout the rest of our day. But we have to have that time to just intentionally sit with him and to hear what's on his heart. I think so many times we look at prayer as a time of being able to come before God, to make our petitions known to him, to bring our prayers and our supplications. And all those things are biblical. We have to do those things. Like, those are important part of our walks. But it is. It's so important that we also go to Him in time so that we can just hear what's on His heart. God, what are you speaking to me in this season? What are you wanting to reveal to me? What are you wanting to show me? How do you want me to pray? What is it that you want me to do in this day? And I guarantee you, when you start pressing God with those kind of questions, He is going to answer you. He's going to start dropping things in your spirit. Hey, pray for this person. Hey, I want you to go here. I want you to do this or that. And it's so cool because I've been hearing so many of my friends sharing lately, like, wow, God put this on my heart to do this. And I'm just going to brag on my friend Josie here for a second and, and hopefully she'll hear this. But it was a couple, like last week or a couple weeks ago, I was with her and then she ended up letting me know, and I might've shared this on my last episode too. I'm just like, I absolutely love her. And I'm so impressed with this story, but she had let me know that she had stopped to pray for a woman and to anoint her, to pray for her, to give her a copy of one of my books. And the, and it was just like so timely. This woman needed her to do that that day, and um and I and I'm pretty sure I did share this on my last episode, but today she actually called me to give me an update that this woman is now getting involved with going back to church and going to some Bible studies and and is going to go to a worship night at one of our local coffee shops here in, in next week, and it's just like it's so cool to see the fruit of Josie's obedience and her stepping out and being bold and unashamed of the gospel, like Romans one sixteen says, I'm unashamed of the gospel, and to be that that light in this world that is so dark and it's so important for us as believers to remember that we carry the light of Christ. We carry the answers that so many people are looking for. We carry that truth inside of us. We carry the resurrection power of Jesus Christ within us. And I think if we had a, a greater understanding of our authority and what we carry, what we possess with the living God living on the inside of us and the truth of the gospel, how can we be ashamed of that? Like, I think that we would accomplish so much more, but I think that we're so distracted so often and things that really don't matter eternally. And I'm preaching to myself here. I'm throwing myself under the bus here too, because there's so many times that I give my attention to things that don't really matter. And yet I allow the Lord to pull me back in to draw me back in and I say, God, I do not want to do anything that is outside of your will for me. I want to be about my father's business. I want to do everything, God, that you have put me on this earth to do. And so a lot of times I am praying against distraction. I'm praying against just unfruitful busyness and the things that the enemy tries to put in our path to just keep us distracted. Distraction is such a tool of the enemy to just keep us from doing what God wants us to do to take our focus or even not even sometimes it's not even to completely take our focus away from what God is calling us to do but to divide our attention and when we can't give our all to something it's it's the the outcome is obvious is obvious it's not going to be as great and I've been thinking a lot lately too about how much I can be spread thin. I think all of us can when we give our attention to so many things. And I've been saying like, I would rather give my full attention to a few things and have them done with excellence than to spread myself super thin and not do any of those things well, because you can't, like we physically can't, we are not wired to be able to do everything. And that's why it's so important that we really seek the Lord when opportunities come our way, because I could be doing a lot more things than I am right now, because I've had so many awesome opportunities come my way. But the reality is, a lot of those, most of them, that I, and I've said no to them, are because God hasn't called me to them. I don't want to give my time, attention, anything to to things that don't, that aren't for me. And I want to leave those things open to whoever they are for and for them to step into those things. And so that's why it's so important that we do listen up, that we do hear what's on his heart in every season. We know that there's a time and a purpose for every season under heaven. That's what Ecclesiastes 3 1 says. And so there's times when we're called to something, and then there's times where it's time to step away. It's time to let that go and move on to the next thing. And it's so important that we don't, like I'm literally seeing a a visual, a visualization right now in my mind of us holding on to like a heaping pile of things in our, in our arms. And we just keep adding more to it, but we have to release things as God calls us to. Obviously we don't just let things go willy-nilly and, and, you know, without being prayerful about it, but it's important that we allow ourselves to seek the Lord, ask him for the wisdom and then be obedient to whatever it is. He says, even when it's hard, like me letting go of my ministry last year that I put my heart and soul into, like we did over 80 events in two years and that was through COVID. And then I had a few things on the side that I did as well, just with my own personal ministry things. And that was not easy to let go of in, in the regard that like my heart was so attached to the ministry, you know, but then it was, it was easy for me to let go of because I just, my heart's desire is to be obedient to the Lord. And so if God is telling me this is done, then I, I'm, I'm ready and willing to lay it down anything that he tells me isn't for me anymore. And so it was, it was a definitely, it was a mix of emotion and a mix of, of, you know, difficulty, but I let go of it and now God's doing new things with the ministry and me releasing that has has allowed that to happen and then I'm doing new things with new ministry things and And I couldn't give my full self like I am to these new ministry things if I were to still be trying to hold on to something that God called me to let go of. So I feel like that's a word for someone on here, maybe more than one of you, that if God is calling you to step into new things, ask him, is there anything that I need to let go of so that I can fully embrace this new thing that you're calling me into? And he'll show you. He is so faithful. He is so faithful. And the word says that in James, if we lack wisdom, all we have to do is ask. So it's just as simple as saying, God, what is it that I have in my life right now that I'm doing? that I need to let go of, or maybe that you're preparing me to let go of in, you know, in due season. And he'll show you, he'll start preparing your heart. I love that. That's one thing I've noticed in my own journey with the Lord is that when I'm getting ready to step into something new, a lot of times he's starting to like detach my heart from where I'm currently at. Because I, if you know me at all, you know, I'm like a full in, like, I don't give myself halfway to to my friendships, to projects, whatever it is that I'm doing, like I am all in. And if I can't be all in, I don't want to even be a part of something because I don't believe in doing things halfway. And I don't believe in doing things without a spirit of excellence. And so that for me is super important. And so, yeah, God is just, he's just, he's just so cool. And I'm just believing that even through this podcast that people are going to start realizing some maybe new things that God's calling you into, some things that you're going to be called to let go of that he I'm just declaring over you right now in Jesus name that he is opening your spiritual ears to hear him so clearly and what this season is because for you personally because so many people right now and I'm seeing it over and over and over and over and over everywhere I look I'm hearing these words I'm seeing people experience this that God is calling so many of us into new seasons and it's exciting sometimes it's change is hard for a lot of people, I personally don't struggle with change that much. I actually love change, but most people don't <laughs> and and I know that. And and it can be it can be scary when you don't know what you're doing. But I just keep thinking about Peter, you know, stepping out of the boat and refusing to stay in the boat when Jesus was beckoning him to come out on the waters. And I just I had a vision a few months ago. I was down in South Carolina at a worship service and I saw myself getting out of the boat and um, just like dancing on the water. And I just kept like running further and further away from the boat so I could hardly even see it off in the distance. And then this lady came and prayed over me and she said something to that effect like, I just see you dancing on the waves and leaving that boat behind. And that boat symbolizes our comfort and predictability and, and all sorts of different things. And it could even be the multitudes because obviously the rest of the disciples were staying in the boat. They weren't you know they uh, to my knowledge they weren't interested in getting out on the waters with peter maybe they were intrigued by the fact that he got out there but like they stayed in the boat and i don't want to be someone who lives my life to be comfortable i don't want to be someone who lives my life to just skate through life and you know that doesn't mean you're not saved you know, if you give your heart to the lord and you're and you're living for him and you're born again but I just, I don't want to live a safe life. I want to take risks. I want to step out of the boat. I want to do things that others may say is impossible, but we know the Bible says that with God, there's not, nothing is impossible. And so I just want to do things that maybe others would raise an eyebrow at and say, why in the world, why in the world would you do that? And I remember Someone asking me, and I've shared this before too, someone asking me, like, do you ever think like who am I to do the things God's called me to do? And I'm like, Honestly, no, I don't. I think who am I not to? If the God of all creation came down from heaven, lived a perfect sinless life, died a horrendous death on the cross, and not only did he, you know, willingly sacrifice his life at the cross, even before that, he was mocked and he was flogged and whipped and and he had his they pulled the hairs out of his beard and he was spit on and, and just absolutely ridiculed. And he took all of that on himself for me. And he was willing to not only go through all of that agony, but then also to demonstrate what it meant to live for the kingdom of God, in his own ministry, and you can read about those in the gospel books, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They're at the beginning of the Old Testament. You can read about the life of Jesus, and I encourage you to do that because it will change your life. When you see how Jesus lived his life, and we know we're called to follow his example, and you can see what he did. He laid hands on the sick. He prayed over people. He cast out demons. Like That is what he did, and his word says that we'll do the works that he did in greater. Jesus himself said that because he's going to the Father, and he sent us the Holy Spirit so that we can do those things. We have the resurrection power of Jesus Christ living on the inside of us, and he's given us all authority. In his word, he talks about that, how we have have been given all authority to do these things, I don't, I just, I, I'm i not content, I guess. I'm not content with living a life of just, just existing, just working nine to five and spending my evenings watching TV and scrolling on social media. I'm not content with that kind of a life. Like there's a lost, broken, dying, hurting, bleeding world out there who needs to know that there is a savior Named Jesus, who loves them, who gave His life for them, who has more for their life than what they're currently experiencing, and even, even to believers, to to know that like there are even deeper waters than you've experienced now, and I and I know that for myself too. I can go deeper with Him. I can know Him more. I can experience more of His miraculous power. I can see more of His power on display and in through my life. And I love where the word says it. That our ministry isn't just just words, it's, it's a demonstration of the Spirit's power. And that is like my heart with the ministry, whatever my personal ministry is. We are all called to the ministry of reconciliation. We all have a call to share the gospel and to live our lives for Him and to be that city set on a hill and to not hide our lights and to not be ashamed of the gospel. And I want my life to reflect the truth of what is written in God's word, that we are all called to live our lives set apart unto him and to do whatever it is he calls me to do, to go wherever it is he calls me to go, to speak to and love on whoever he puts in my path. And I know for me personally, I have a specific call to women who are broken and for them to know that there is a God who will heal them. His name is Jehovah Rapha. He's a God who heals and that the Bible says that he will heal the brokenhearted and bind up their wounds. And there's just so much evidence of that in my life. And I absolutely wanted to hide my story for so long. And I was pretty content with people that would meet me here in like the last couple of years. They didn't know me before that. They didn't know what I've walked through. And I was really okay with them just seeing me as the mighty woman of God, the woman who loves to pray and loves to preach and and is just joyful all the time. And, and that is who I am now. But I was happy with them not knowing what I've gone through before because for me it just felt like mm, what's the point? Why do they need to know all of that? But then God really started challenging me, don't hide your story. Don't hide what you've walked through and it's not because I ever want anyone to feel sorry for me or whatever because I am not a victim and I do not walk around with the victim mindset. If you know me at all, you can testify to that. That is not that is not my reasoning at all, but people need to know that What I am now and what I am walking in now and the confidence that I have now is a result of God healing me and turning my life around and spending time in his presence and spending time in his word. We know in Romans 12 too, it says that we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. And I renewed my mind in the word of God. I renewed my spirit in his presence and just spending time with him and pressing into him and letting him change me from the inside out. And you can see what is on the inside of someone by what's on the outside. If someone is is sad and they're depressed or they're angry all the time. It's because there's a heart issue, probably bitterness that has settled in or unforgiveness or whatever that is. They've gone. People have gone through hurts that we will never know unless one, the Holy Spirit reveals that to us through a word of knowledge or two, they tell us themselves. And so that's why it's so important that we treat people with kindness and, and respect because you really don't know what people have walked through. And that has been like my personal challenge to myself for a while is to just treat people. Well, like the Bible says, treat others as you want to be treated and, um, to love others as we love ourselves, right? The second greatest commandment, but how important it is to just love people right where they're at, because honestly, it's the love of Christ that, that, that compels us. It is his kindness that leads people to repentance and sometimes we see people and we're like, why in the world are you the way you are? <laughs> and it's just, it's hard. Sometimes people are hard and that is who we're called to love. We are called to love people and so it's so important that we are continually walking in compassion, that we're continually walking in grace, and that we're continually asking God, help me to love these people. Help me to love this person who, honestly, I would rather never talk to again. Like, if we could just, like, arrange that, Lord, I don't, I do but how are you going to do that if it's someone in your family or, your, or a coworker that God's called you to or, or someone that God's put in your pathway and he's put you there to minister to them and to love them and to show them that God is for them and not against them, that he loves them with an everlasting love and that he wants to do a work in and through their lives. We can't change ourselves and we can't change other people and they can't change themselves. We need to encounter the spirit of the living God and to let him do that work inside of us. And so now I am very much like, I don't want to hide my story. I don't blast it just for, like I said, I don't just blast my story to the world for sympathy or for people to you know, lick my proverbial wounds. Like I share my story if I know that there's someone who needs to hear it because they need to know that there is hope that God can do the same thing for you that he's done for me. And he is so faithful. He is so faithful and so near to us when we're brokenhearted, especially with everything I've walked through, like people that are going through seasons of being brokenhearted and just feel so devastated and hurt and in that pit of pain i that's those are the ones that i'm called to and probably will always be called to and the ones that i just want to love and inspire hope into their hearts and and speak life into them and just let them know that there's there is life beyond pain there's life beyond those things and so Honestly, that all kind of circles back to the whole listen up thing because I needed to hear the Lord tell me not to hide my story. If our ears are closed and we can't hear what God is saying, then how will we know what we're called to? How will we know how to minister to people as effectively as I can? You can do a a lot of good things without hearing from God. Um, There's a lot of good things you could do if you just read the word and apply it, but it is like a whole other level, a whole other level when you are hearing his voice and you can just stay in that constant communication with him and we know communication is a two-way street it's not just us speaking to God God has things he wants to speak to us too and so it's so important that our spiritual ears are in tune with his voice that we know him we know his voice I actually just did a maybe last year or something I went through a Priscilla Shire DVD study called discerning the voice of God I encourage you to look that up go you can even YouTube her videos excuse me and um hear her speaking on that topic. She's such an amazing woman with a powerful just anointing for teaching. And I love listening to her talk about discerning the voice of God and hearing God's voice, what that means, how that's so much more simple than we realize. I think we complicate it sometimes or some of us have a misunderstanding. Maybe that only the pastor really is the one that kind of gets the word from God. And then he communicates to us, but that's, that's not biblical. And that's why it's so important for us to be in the word for ourselves so that we can recognize false teaching and we can know what is true. And so... I am going to go ahead and close out this podcast. I feel like I've said everything that I'm supposed to say, but I just want to encourage you to press into his presence, to stay in his word and just know that he has more for you than what you're currently experiencing. Even if you are in the greatest season of your life and things are so going well for you and and you're just living a very fruitful season, God has still has more for you. He still has more for you. And I will tell you that I just came out of a very, very, very fruitful season and I remember telling God, wow, that was amazing. And he was like, do you really think that's all I have? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I think you might have more for me probably, but like, I don't know how you're going to top that. And he is, he is, he's is doing so many cool things in and through my life right now. And it's just a blessing to be a kingdom kid, to be a, to be someone who is just advancing the kingdom of God and pushing back darkness. And that's what we're all called to do. So I pray that you are doing that, that God is making it abundantly clear to you what you are called to do in this season and that you would just keep your hands to the plow and stay in the harvest field. We know, the Bible says that the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord of the harvest to send forth laborers. And so that is my prayer over you, that you would recognize that you're called to be a laborer in the harvest field and that you would know what you're called to do. What ways you are called to impact this world for the kingdom of God. And so I'm going to pray over you. And yeah, thanks for tuning in. God, I thank you so much for every single listener on this episode. Lord, I speak life over them. I speak blessings over them. God, I pray that if there's anyone on here who is going through a hard season where they are just feeling devastated or like they are stuck in that pit of pain, God, I just speak hope and life into their heart right now. In Jesus' name, God, I pray that they would. Take that time to spend in your presence to let you refresh them, to let you heal those wounds, God, because you are the faithful one who will do those things. You will heal the brokenhearted. You will bind up their wounds, God. You are so near. God, I pray that they would literally feel your tangible presence right now wherever they're at. God, that you would just envelop them with your presence. God, I pray over everyone on here that they would just know exactly what you are calling them to in this season of their life. God, I pray for a wisdom from heaven and just like a download in their spirit. God, that they would know, that they would know, that they would know exactly what it is that you are calling them to, God, and that they would do it with boldness and courage and a spirit of excellence. God, I thank you that there would be no hesitation, that they would know that you fully equip them for every good work, that there is no good thing withheld from them according to your word God you give them everything they need for life and godliness so we praise you God that you are faithful you are for us that you go before us in all things God you surround us with a shield of favor you surround us with songs of deliverance and mercy God you are so good you are so good God just thank you and praise you for your faithfulness we thank you that you want to know us that you already do know us and that you give us the ability to know you too God, I pray that every person that listens to this episode would just be taken into deeper waters or to just literally see you grabbing their hand and pulling them into deeper waters with you. God, revealing more of who you are to them, deeper depths of intimacy. I declare that over every person on here in Jesus name. Amen.